Welcome to Mortgage Broker Acceleration with James Vagley and Ash Playstead. Being a successful mortgage broker is not just about offering great rates and great service. You need to become the best marketer, leader and strategist to outthink your competition. If you want to grow your mortgage business and do it smarter, keep listening. If you want to accelerate even faster, visit www.brokerworkshop.com. That's brokerworkshop.com. Now, let's accelerate. Here's James and Ash. Hey, everybody. It's James Vagley here, and welcome to the MBA podcast. Today, we're talking about technology versus relationships. And as always, I have Ash Playstead in the other corner. How are you doing today? G'day, g'day, James. I'm doing super well. Really looking forward to this one, me being an old dinosaur and all. <laughs> let's get into it. So, uh, yeah, technology and relationships, almost opposite sides, almost flip sides of the coin, you know, heads and tails, technology and relationships. And here's the thing. Too many brokers, uh, we see this a lot. Too many brokers are using technology to the point where it's actually damaging their business and ruining opportunities and it can be damaging client relationships as well. And it's tough because we're living in a world of crazy technology it's growing at the speed of light you know there's a new app and there's a new site and there's a new piece of technology and something that can make your life easier and better and make you run your business better and faster there's something every single day and it's tough because it is so prevalent but it's getting to the point where brokers are fully favoring the technological option and actually fully replacing relationships instead of them both acting in unison. What we're seeing is technology is getting the push forward and relationships are getting forgotten. Yeah, and it's, look, it's a really, really interesting one, this one, of course. And as I said earlier, I, I'm I'm a, a, a little older, I guess, um, been, having been in the industry a long time. So I guess I can sort of bring that reflection through technology, essentially, um, when relationships were everything. Like, you know, you had to invest a lot of time and effort in relationships because the tech just wasn't there other than a telephone. Like, and the telephone was really just a perfunctory tool to communicate to people. But you're right. You know, I think we live in an age, particularly with AI and you know, it's it's front page news, what's happening with AI across all industries, um, all the little efficiencies that technology can bring for uploading documents, for dispersing messages, for running digital sales processes and, and advertising campaigns. All of these things are rushing ahead at phenomenal speed. And I think that what they are doing is they're, they're just almost um, collecting up relationships in that tidal wave of technology, um, particularly this last few months where Zoom and, and other uh, virtual meeting technologies have become very mainstream. Um, but however, however, as you know, technology may be advancing at rapid pace, but human evolution is certainly not. Human beings are, are, have not evolved at lightning speed in the last 20 years. Um, are we evolving a little bit? Yes, no doubt. However, people still want to do business with people. That's still a very, very small percentage of people 
get a loan without any human interaction based on, you know, confirming a good decision. To me, it's like saying you can Google heart surgery, but would you want to perform heart surgery on yourself? Of course not. Like, you'd kill yourself. And I think it's a bit like that with loans. You know, James, I think people, and I, people, you know, they want the efficiency of the technology, but they still want someone to tell them that what they're doing is a good idea. You know, and, you know, so I think as, as brokers, you know, we've got to not, we've got to stop expecting technology to replace relationships. Um, we deal with this with, with our members from time to time too, don't you think? As in, you know, where, you know, I call it the McDonald's theory that all this technology is going to work so beautifully that all you've got to do is stand behind the counter and serve customers as they walk into your store and order what they want. It ain't, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> Mortgage broking is a unique industry, isn't it, James? And everybody listening, where people still want to know that you're able to give them advice about the right thing to do. And yeah. that's, you know, that's a really important distinction. Yeah, you're right. It's never that easy. It's never that easy. And we see this actually happening in all all areas of the business. There's from from marketing to sales, there's ongoing client management, there's partnerships, and it's a big problem because, okay, thinking about technology and relationships, let's talk about marketing for a second. Um, well, the easy option is that shiny bullet. It's let's jump on and run some Facebook ads or get a digital marketing funnel because, well, the technology is there for it for just, just to magically happen without any real effort on the heart of the broker, on behalf of the broker. So it's easy to see why most brokers get attracted to this option of marketing where they don't actually have to market or sell themselves compared to what we know is proven to work, like partnerships and, and referrals through to the sales process. So what we see in a lot of businesses is um, using technology and systems and automation in the sales process. But then there are a lot of mistakes happening too with that, where brokers and some businesses are using too much technology to a point where it's actually annoying for the customers. You know, for example, uh, you know, banks and utility providers, they do this a lot, don't they, where you mm. you ring them up and they put you through a IVR or inter interactive voice recognition or something like that, where it's press one for this, tell me what you would like help with, press two for this. And people get fed up with it. They can't stand it. They just want to talk to a oh, real yeah. person. And brokers are slipping into this too. We're coming across brokers doing things like sending multi, multi, multi-page fact find documents and spreadsheets to uh, prospects early on who don't even really know them from a bar of soap, yet they're sending a six-page spreadsheet and asking the customer to fill in all of this information up front. And then they mm. turn around and wonder why they're losing all these deals and losing business. So there's, there's that problem. Um, then there's, of course, the client contact and reviews. You know, we're professional mortgage brokers. It's up to us to keep in touch with our clients every six to 12 months, say, and review the situation. But we can let technology jump in and, oh, we'll do an automated SMS or an automated email that just says, hey, it's time for your review. Let me know if you'd like one. 
which is just, as we know, is rubbish. And I guess finally partnerships, you know, people are thinking, well, if I can get away with not having coffees and lunches and I can just do Zoom meetings and I can just send some emails, I'll get away with it. But all of these things are resulting in lost opportunities, lost partners, and just tons of money going down the drain, I think, Ash. Yeah, we've got to we've got to be able to separate technology from human nature. Like nothing will ever replace human nature. It will always rule people's decision making. I I can't overemphasize that enough in my experience. And I I'm I guess I, I'm I've been around long enough to have straddled um, the generational change from really being a hundred percent relationships across to um, the technology explosion. And it's an amazing thing. Like technology is brilliant, but human nature will always rule. People want connection. People want trust. People want a relationship. And I can tell you one thing I know for darn sure is people don't trust technology. People trust people. Right? So this is what I would say to anybody listening to this is, is to try to find the balance between using technology for efficiency so it frees up your time so you can spend more time with customers, which is the most valuable use of your time. Um, I might even quote uh, one of my old mentors, uh, you know, John Simon here in Australia, who's recently just retired, actually, um, was announced, um, quoted to me the three golden rules of mortgage broking. Rule number one, talk to the people. Rule number two, talk to the people. Rule number three, talk to the people. Essentially, what he told me was if you're not talking to people and building relationships with clients or with people who can give your clients, you're unemployed in this industry. So don't let technology usurp or replace building connections with people. And we do a lot of this work within our membership, James, and I reference that is we do a lot of work with our members to coach them and help them build strategies around their natural personality, their natural um, demeanour that separates them out and, and, and bring, they're able to bring that uniqueness to marketing, to referral partner engagement, to client engagement. That's the secret weapon. And I, what, what I want to see, um, you know, I guess, emerge and, and stay powerful is building, I guess, building relationships around you as a unique person because that's my experience is people want you they don't want your technology your technology is a great sexy thing to help you manage the business and to portray you as a modern professional organized operation but it never replaces um you know the trust that human relationships can bring that's true i think technology is one of those things that people think replaces and enhances well, no not enhances replaces it's just plain wrong, and I don't think it's anyone, one of our listeners' fault necessarily because, as you said before, technology just moves so fast, but people don't. So we, we make mistakes. We, like we, we look to technology to improve and enhance, but in doing so, we actually forget to do all the things that work really well. This is a common thing. We've seen this a lot. Um, we see this a lot in a lot of businesses, Ash, where... A small business is, um, you know, mum and dad store, corner store, 
and uh, let's say they make amazing sandwiches and they become known for making these amazing sandwiches. And what happens is they get really, really busy and they get to the point where they're so successful with these sandwiches that they build or they buy a machine that makes the sandwiches for them. And then they start marketing themselves as this brand new big corporate business and they completely lose all of the personality and the relationships in the business and it becomes like another faceless organization and this happens a lot in business a small business becomes successful goes corporate and loses all of those things that made it so successful so i think recognizing that technology moves fast people don't we are going to make mistakes but if we just keep coming back to relationships i think it's a fairly safe bet to every once in a while do a bit of an audit on your business and think am i making this easy for customers am i not trying to hide behind the computer screen and am i getting out there and making my customers feel welcome and i think that's one of the key messages always james always i, I love that um, we talk about culture a lot um you know, culture, not not industry culture per se, um, which is, you know, mortgage broking is, you know, is not just culture, it's the done it's the done way of doing business for mortgages these days. Um, but culture within a small business, because most mortgage brokers are small businesses of just themselves, maybe a couple of staff, and there are some bigger businesses with multiple staff, of course. But, you know, the culture needs to be human beings helping human beings. And I think anybody listening to this would go, yeah, well, of course. But it's amazing how often that gets marginalised or camouflaged or submerged, um, you know, because the operator's busy and uh, might deep down inside recognise that, you know, it's about helping people. But if you don't actually invest the time in making that obvious in your business and culturally, you know, your, your philosophical difference is is how you help people, you know, technology is not going to separate you from anybody, you know, you know, because technology, and I, maybe I could put it like this, James, is technology is available to everybody, but there's only one you, you know, and I know that's a bit, uh, that could be a bit glib, I guess, but it's true is, you know, how do you then take that forward, do you think, into, um, you know, what to do, I guess, H- how do we take this awareness into repositioning a mortgage business and a mortgage broker as being about relationships, not about technology. Maybe I maybe we should have um, called this uh, episode technology and relationships, not technology versus relationships. Well, that's true. I mean, we're not saying that technology is bad at all, are we? We're um, we're just saying to make sure that you choose carefully where to use technology and where to use and focus on relationships. And I think the easiest way to think about it for our listeners is just think about the tech being behind the scenes. The tech is everything that makes your job smoother and easier. And if there are things to help you um, make sure you get things done on time with reminders and things getting set out automatically, that's fantastic. But 
if we start to use technology where relationships should be, that's, I think, when we start to run into the danger zone. So I like to say that it's tech behind the scenes and relationships out front. So it doesn't matter how good the computers get, you're not going to have a computer sitting at the desk across from a customer talking about their loan options. You have the person out front talking to the customer and then use that technology behind the scenes to take all that information and crunch the numbers and process that loan and make sure that customer gets uh, reviewed and called upon on a consistent basis. For example, you know, uh, person in front of the customer and then six or 12 months later, when it's time for an annual review, well, the technology reminds us and makes sure that review happens, but the review happens by a person. A person physically picks up the phone and calls that person because if we stop doing those things, we stop essentially doing everything that makes our industry strong. I mean, the further we go towards... Yeah, I was just going to say, the further we go towards... Online lending, online banking, faceless corporations, the big currency and the most valuable currency is going to be relationships. So as the mortgage industry, we need to be focusing more on relationships in terms of the client experience and less about technology. Yeah, it's almost, um, to borrow a sporting um analogy you know and they say in sport you know whether it's afl um or or, or soccer or or any other sport is the best umpires are invisible you don't know they're there right because they're you know because they do the job so well that the focus becomes just about the players not about the umpire and i think it's a little bit like that with technology Uh, that would be the mindset that i think would apply to technology it should almost be invisible the customers don't need to see the technology all that they need to do is to feel it and to know that it allows them to have a really good human experience now yes there are some pieces of technology video um, technology um, that allow you know that customers are going to physically experience and see of course however the you shouldn't in my opinion be building a business with a a brand that's based on a focus on being online or technology. I think that ship has come and left the harbour and and some players got involved in positioning themselves about being all about online and all about tech. I think that's okay if you're promoting and trying to raise capital or doing something over here. But when it comes to actual engagement with people, I think it needs to be understated and serve the purpose of allowing greater human connection I, I know when i was running my mortgage businesses james I, that's how and i just want to pick up on what you said before about how to position yourself against the big monolith competitors in this industry like how how can you compete against a big you know monster of a business whether it's a bank or a big broking business when it's just little old you with no staff um you know it's about building off the back of relationships and making that obvious to customers. I mean, I built all my businesses where, yeah, well, I was lending money at, you know, uh, at rates that the clients could often do better than, but they always chose me because of the relationship and because of the access and because of the perception and the reality that they could pick up the phone and get in touch with me, 
Not any time they liked. I had a gatekeeper, but they knew that if they needed me, it wasn't 1-800, press 1, press 2, press 3. It was, uh, you know, I've got this problem. Can you get Ash to give me a call? That's hugely, hugely influential in customers buying decisions. And that's technology plays a role, but it's invisible. What's got to be front and centre is the relationship and how the clients perceive the, you know, your intent in looking after them. 100%. Yeah, so if we, if we talk a little bit about solutions for our listeners in, in those areas I mentioned earlier, marketing, sales, client contact and reviews partnerships, well, it's pretty straightforward, isn't it? It's, okay, you want to generate leads for your business. Don't hide behind the phone. Don't hide behind the screen. Walk out from behind the screen and actually go out there and talk to people, shake people's hands, tell them what you do, make yourself known. I think there are too many mortgage professionals trying to hide behind technology and we see it all the time, Ash. They're the ones that Mm. are barely writing any business. It's the ones that actually get out there and as you say, talk to the people, make partnerships, build relationships. They're the ones that are actually doing incredibly well. So stop hiding behind a screen And when it comes to your sales process, stop expecting your customers to do all the work. They're they're coming to you to make the process easy. So um, if any of you are sending out huge fact find spreadsheets and documents to customers and that barely know you early in the sales process and then wondering why they don't go ahead, well, there's your problem. just because there is a online fact find technology available doesn't mean you should just throw that out to your customer and expect them to do all the work for you. Um, Mm. And again, just because there are CRM and automated emails and automated text messages and automated voice messages, even these days, we can automate our social media posts. So we don't have to do any of it. But Mm. if someone is my client, and I haven't spoken to them for three months, six months, 12 months, I'm going through that file and I'm going to review their situation and I'm going to pick the phone up and make a concern call or an annual review call, not some automated text message that goes out saying, it's time for your annual review, please fill in all this paperwork and send it back to me. That's the faceless technological option that doesn't work. And um, I mean, that's what I would be doing if I still ran a mortgage business. Um, It would be investing more in people and making sure people are out the front and the technology runs like a well-oiled machine, making sure those people uh, can do their best job out front. Yeah, I wish I had that. I wish the technology that's available today was available back when I was doing a lot of loans, James. And I don't mean that to sound like, you know, back when I was writing loans, things were different. You know, technology was different, but people are exactly the same. I mean, technology is so closely connected to shiny object syndrome, of course, which we talk about a lot, um, James. One anecdote that I'd like to pass on that I think would be really sort of emphasise this point, and that is, I mean, at the time of this recording, which is, you know, sort of at the end of, um, you know, the uh, lockdown that we've had here in Australia, particularly in Victoria, uh, where we live. So for anyone listening outside of Australia, you know, we've just come out of about eight months of really tough, restrictive lockdowns. Um, But interestingly enough, 
you know, out of our membership base, James, um, the people that work with us, they are almost without exception having record months, having record growth, moving forward at pace. You've got to ask yourself why. Anybody listening to this, why is this batch of mortgage business owners powering ahead during what ostensibly is a global catastrophe, et cetera, et cetera? And I put a huge amount of it down to our focus on working with members to build relationships, to make human connections, to instead of turning your back on everything that's going on and getting, you know, swamped with technology and focusing just on fiddling around with technology is actually to face forward and put yourself out there in front of referral partners, in front of customers. And um, amazingly enough, they're all doing really well during a really tough time. So I think there's a really, really powerful um, message and opportunity for everybody to look at that and go, you know what? Relationships are everything. It doesn't matter how good you are at everything else. If you're not good at relationships, it's going to be very difficult to build a business. It is. It is. Relationships are everything. And one thing I'll touch on, you mentioned in that sparked uh, something we haven't talked about yet. It's We've been talking about technology and relationships, but we haven't thought or talked about the relationships from the perspective of team. So thinking about our listeners being brokers and mortgage professionals, business owners, and thinking about the difference between do I use technology to do something or do I hire and build a relationship with a staff member or a contractor to help me do that? So that's another element of growing a business where you do need to sort of think, okay, is this job or task, should that be done by technology? Should I try and automate that? Or should I actually hire someone to do that for me? Just like we said before, the automated bots that are rife these days on Facebook Messenger and on websites and things like that. Um, If those companies made the decision to employ someone to pick up the phone or actually type live out to somebody, they'd probably be in a very different position and be and have much happier customers that are referring and using those services. So I just wanted to touch on that quickly because it's um, something that you also need to think of as a business owner, this difference of uh, technology and relationships also with your team. Oh, yeah, so true. I mean, and this is something that's central to building a sustainable business is, you know, building a team of people, you know, and service providers within your business. Um, and so that is a very important, um, I guess, line in the sand to decide well, what, and this is why, of course, we, we work really closely. And I think anybody listening to this, break down your business, break down your tasks, break down, break it down granular enough that you can look at every individual task and go, is this something that can be automated in the sense of no human intervention, i.e. with technology? Um, Or is this something where it really needs to be a human being communicating on behalf of the business? And, And to me, that becomes fairly obvious if you actually take the time, which I know time is valuable and a lot of people find it really hard to find the time to sit down and work this out. And then the decision actually becomes pretty easy. I, I, I think it becomes really difficult and problematic when, it, it, you know, 
we use technology to, you know, to, you know, instead of using it to speed up and automate tasks and free up time, you know, to add more of the personal touch in the business, we tend to use technology to allow us to fall back away from the coalface more. And I think that's a really dangerous and unsustainable um, model unless you're at a point with your business where that's the natural next strategic step is to is to work from go from working in the business to working on the business, um, which is a separate separate subject matter, of course. That's where technology can allow a human being, you know, and I used to get this from, um, you know, people when I was um, very active, James was, you know, you always seem happy, you always seem relaxed, you always seem to have time. That was a very deliberate strategy by me to, you know, to use what technology I had available at the time, which for me was pretty much, you know, a telephone, a columns diary and a whiteboard. People will laugh. That's not technology, old man. You know, it's like, but at the time, it was revolutionary. And I used that to keep things tracked and on, uh, you know, up to date so that I could always appear to the outside world as relaxed, intentional with, you know, paying attention, you know, not, not you know, not wanting to, um, you know, to speed things up because I was busy. And, that, and people noticed that, it, it, you know, it became a very powerful part of the culture um, for me personally and also for the businesses that I built. So I think, you know, moving to now, uh, that would be my sort of advice, I guess, to anyone listening is, yes, maybe use a columns diary and a whiteboard, but, you know, the reality is you've got technology available now that allows you to save so much time on repetitive tasks that don't need human intervention so that you can have more time available for human intervention. Exactly. That's where the money's made. <laughs> that's Well, that's it. That's where's the money. I think that's probably the best place to, you know, focus, summarise and even finish. It's just know when to use technology and also know when to use relationships. And most probably, when in doubt, still use relationships. Um, as, as we said earlier, um, text behind the scenes, relationships are out front, unless, of course, your sole proposition is to as a technology-style business. And that's going to be very few and far between of our listeners. 99.9% uh, .9 of our listeners will be relying on relationships as their currency. So let's focus on it and let's double down on relationships instead of looking for the quick fix, looking for the technology, the latest and greatest. We know what works, talking to people, relationships. So let's do more of that. And while everybody else is out there building fancy automations and technology and bits and pieces, we're gonna be out there knocking on doors, calling people and rolling up the sleeves, going networking and doing things that work. And, you know, we'll probably continue to work for many, many years to come because you said it at the start, Ash, that technology moves very fast, but people don't. They will be slow to adapt and adopt and trust technology. So we've got many years up our sleeve before we... Um, before we uh, go go the way of the Terminator, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, 100%, James. Look, yeah, and I, I, my, my sort of final comment is, you know, don't try and out-tech your competition. Try and out-relationship them. Always, 
you can always out relationship the competition, but you can never out tech the competition, right? So that would be my last comment um, for anybody listening. And hopefully that makes sense in the context of technology versus and relationships. They should go together. They're not mutually exclusive. 100%. Thanks, Ash. This has been a really fun conversation. And I'm sure we can probably do another one of these in a year or two years time and see how far tech and relationships have come. And I can't wait for that one. Yeah, love the change. Likewise, mate. See you next time. Bye. Thanks for joining this episode of Mortgage Broker Acceleration. It's now time to grow your mortgage business, your income, and your lifestyle too. If you want to accelerate and learn from the best, head over to brokerworkshop.com and join the next deep dive training with James and Dash. That's www.brokerworkshop.com. Until next time, go get them.